take a short break. We find that both Abraham and Yitzchak they formed covenants, they made treaties with the Pelishtim. The Medrash says that the covenant that they made caused the delay of the Jewish people to enter Eretz Yisrael because there was a covenant that Avram made with Avimelech, the king of the Pelishtim. And due to that covenant, it took seven generations because if you calculate, you'll see that Moshe Rabbeinu was the seventh generation from Avraham Avinu and it was Moshe Rabbeinu who conquered the land of Sichon Ve'oig on this side of the Jordan before they passed the Jordan it was Moshe Rabbeinu you had Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov then you had Levi was Yaakov's son Kos was Levi's son and Amram was Kahos's son and Moshe Rabbeinu was Amram's son so Amram, Moshe Rabbeinu was the seventh generation and that's why they were delayed then came along Avraham, uh, Yitzchok, and he once again, as we read in the last week's parasha, he again formed a covenant with, uh, with Avimelech, Melech Plishtim. And that caused another generation. That was also for seven generations. And that's why Yehoshua, who already is a seventh generation from Yitzchok, uh, Moshe is a seventh generation from Avraham, but Yeshua is one generation later, and he's the seventh generation of Yitzchak. It took the seventh generation for him to conquer Eretz Yisrael. And therefore the Medrash says, Vayetze Yaakov mi'be'er Sheva. Yaakov was worried that he might also have to uh, sign a treaty with uh, Avimelech, the king of Pelishtim. And that would eventually cause a further delay of the Bnei Yisrael entering to the land of Eretz Yisrael. So, he didn't want that to happen. That's why Yaakov left Be'er Sheva. Of course, we have the simple meaning of the Pasik. He left there because uh, he had this uh, thing to do with Esau and his parents advised him to leave and, uh, and he was going to find the wife over there. But the Medrash says this too played a role that Yaakov did not want to delay and stay there in Be'er Sheva so as not to cause a delay of later on the Jewish people a further delay. So the question that the Rebbe asks of this is that why is it that only Yaakov was concerned about the delay of uh, the Bnei Yisrael? How come Avram and Yitzchak were okay with the covenant even though that it caused the delay? And it was only Yaakov that was concerned about the delay. And if we should be concerned, it seems like Avram Yitzchak should be concerned as well. And if there's no concern, why is Yaakov more concerned than Avram Yitzchak? But in order to understand this, we have to take a look and we see that Avram, not all of his children went in the path that he taught them. Avram had two sons, basically. Later on, he had some more children with Keturah. But originally, he had a tzaddik Yitzchak, but then he also had Yishmael. So we see, but Avram, he had the children that came 
from him, not everybody followed in his direction. Same thing happened with Yitzchak. Yitzchak also had two children, Yaakov and Esau. While Yaakov was Ishtam Yoshev Aholim, he was a righteous man. But on the other hand, Esau was a whole different story. Esau went the wrong way. Only by Yaakov do we say Mitose Shlema. Yaakov, all of his children, all of the 12 tribes, they were all tzaddikim. So you see over here that Avraham and Yitzchak both had descendants that were not proper, whereas Yaakov had all of his descendants proper. In a way, in the time of Avraham and Yitzchak, the world wasn't yet refined. The world wasn't yet a refined world. Avram started the message to teach the world that about monotheism, about Hashem, about God. But it was, mo- was Avram on one side, the whole world laughed at him. Nobody believed anything that Avram was saying because this was a totally new idea. The people didn't experience that kind. They didn't have such ideas. And so Avram had an uphill battle. So it didn't happen all of a sudden. It took time for it to develop from Avram and Yitzchak and then Yaakov and then eventually till the Jewish people can become a people. It took time for these ideas to take hold and for the world to change around. So what it really means, in Avram's time, there was yet still, you know, there was an Esau, there was a Yishmael, there was a Yitzchak, there was both. And the same thing in Yitzchak's time. When Yaakov's time came, the world was already refined into a level which Yaakov can have all of his children be tzaddikim because it's already on the shoulders of Avram and Yitzchak over those generations that the world has already learned that message. So therefore, Avram formed a covenant with the Pelishtim, with Avimelech. It doesn't mean, as it seems simply, just there was a technical thing because they had a covenant so they couldn't go to war. When you form a covenant with somebody, that means that you recognize that they have certain rights, that they have certain, you making a treaty with them. So you're saying, yep, you have rights and I have rights. The world at that time wasn't yet at a level in which Hashem has given over Israel totally to the Jewish people. They weren't ready yet to take Eretz Yisrael. So therefore it was necessary to form the, the covenant because at that point, there was shared use. It was something that they both used together. And then the same thing happened with Yitzchak. But the reason Yaakov, but Yaakov already was at a different period. The time of Yaakov was already the time in which the Jewish people were able to, after seven generations to merit to go into Yisrael, everything was done. Yaakov did not want to delay this any further because once the time is ready and ripe, at that time, that's the way it should be uh, without any delays. And, you know, unfortunately today we find ourselves also, you know, trying to form treaties and with people that are claiming parts of Eretz Yisrael that's theirs and they're not uh, um, not accepting that fact that the, the Eretz Yisrael, Hashem gives a gift to the Jewish people and that's the land of, of our forefathers and, of course, as we read in the Pasha, about Hebron, and we have so many times the Torah referring to it as being bought and purchased. It's documented in the Torah, in the earliest documentation, and yet people challenge it and they think so. Making treaties is not always the positive thing. Sometimes it's actually uh, giving them a foothold in which they don't have. So Hashem should help that 
everything should go easy and smooth and not to have any uh, any uh, tsaris or any trouble from any enemies, especially in Eretz HaKodesh, should be an even from Sholem V'Shalva Hashkidba, and of course, anticipating the coming of Mashiach, who will bring peace to the entire world. Marif.